So, Father God, we just thank you this morning, Father God, as uh, we assembled this morning, Father God, and we just pray for each and every one here, Father God, the ones that will listen later, and we ask that uh, more would come and join us, Father God, and we just pray uh, for the messenger this morning and the message, Father God. I pray that it be my eyes, but your sight, Father God, my words, but your but your voice, Father God, but your my voice with your words, Father God. So I just thank you this morning, Father God. We believe that all the glory belongs to you, Father God. And so we just give you the praise, we give you the honor, and we give you the glory this morning in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone say amen. 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 Listen, but the deacons are going to pray 
Tracy's face when that that uh, tear the kingdom down. She says she missed that because that's what we used to sing. And every Sunday we used to sing that, and we used to stump on his head. But uh, if you was listening to that other song, the power of that Tasha Cobb song, uh, I want you to hear these words that she said in that song. She said Jesus wore the crown of thorns so that we can wear the crown of life. So I love them. I love to listen to the words of the song. I love to see all the action going on, but I love to listen to the words of the song because I've heard that song before, but I never paid attention to that particular part. Jesus wore the crown of thrones so I could wear the crown of life. Amen. Because that means something. That means something. So this morning I want to talk about uh um. Uh, I want to talk about God's acceptance of us. And I want to talk about when we have God on our side, it doesn't matter who's against us. When we got God against uh, for us, it doesn't matter who against us. See, I, I used to pay attention when I was treated wrong. I used to pay attention when I was treated differently or or wasn't treated the same as they would treat other people. I paid attention to little things like, when I didn't get invited somewhere, like other people were invited to these places. Oh, they didn't invite me. I used to pay attention to stuff like that. I used to pay attention when I didn't get a thank you, when I deserved a thank you and I didn't get it. See, I used to pay attention to that. I used to pay attention when I didn't get an apology, when apology was needed, when I should have got an apology. I used to pay attention to stuff like that. I paid attention when people lied about me and other people believed it. I paid attention when folks believed the lies about me and they never asked me about it. They just believed what other people said. I used to pay attention to that. 
I used to pay attention when people didn't show up for me. I paid attention when people disrespected me. And yes, I took it personally. See, I paid attention to those things when I shouldn't have been paying attention to those things. So now I choose my peace every time. I don't pay attention to that stuff no more. I choose peace over that stuff no more. I raise the bar for who has the pleasure and who, who has the pleasure to be around my spirit. I raised the bar. You may not, if you don't have the pleasure to be around my spirit, the spirit that God has given me, I ain't messing with you. I ain't messing with you. I raised the bar. I'm done fighting the spirits that are created to take me out. Those spirits that are created to take me off my course of what God put me on. And see, a lot of times we, we let that spirit uh, 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 what the enemy is trying to do on us, we let that sidetrack us. We let that get us off course. Yes, I'm talking about drugs, alcohol, sex, rock and roll, all of that. We let that take us off course. So I'm, I'm, I'm through dealing with that because I have God on my side and I have God with me. So I don't have to deal with those things unless I allow those things to deal with me. Unless I allow those things to happen, I don't have to deal with those things. You know, uh, God accepted us already. No matter what we did, we are accepted by God. The Bible speaks often about God's acceptance of us and how we should be accepting of others. When Jesus walked on this earth, he was the perfect example of accepting others, no matter of their sins or choices. Jesus extended grace and forgiveness to all, and we are commanded to do the same. Even though the scriptures does say to stay away from bad company, being accepting of others, loving them as God does, doesn't mean that we have to allow them to become an influence in our life. We don't have to, we don't have to, because somebody done us wrong, we don't have to hate against them or dislike them or whatever. We don't have to eat lunch with them or call them on the telephone neither. But we do forgive them. Like God accepts us, we have to accept them as well. You know, um, it, it's weird because this came to me one morning and I'm like, why is it coming to me? God has never... And the whole time I've been, uh, uh, God has never said, read this scripture, Richard. God has never put in my mind to read a scripture per se. Now, he has given me the sermons that I give. He put them on my mind. But one morning, he just gave me, he said, I want you to read uh, 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 First Peter's three, chapter 3. And I'm like, when did this come up? And then I got to tell y'all, then I turned on the TV and Joel Osteen was talking about First Peter. And so when stuff like that happens, you know, you have to follow what, what was in the spirit. You have to follow what, what you hear. I was like, wait a minute. Now, he didn't just say it turned to First Peter. Now, it happens with the pastor all the time. I'm thinking of my sermon and I got it uh, uh, written down and whatever. And then pastor talks about the sermon. And I'm like, whoa, Pastor, you got to slow down. That's my sermon now. <laughs> and that has happened a many a times. But what that is doing is telling me that you, that's what you're supposed to do. See, people think God don't talk to you, uh, talk to them. But God talks to you in many different ways. But are you listening? 
Are you listening? It's not that he's not talking. It is that are you listening? But anyway, let's uh uh let's go to that real quick. I want to go to uh first Peter's uh 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 three and nine. It says first Peter three and nine, not rendering evil for evil or relling for relling, but counterwise blessings, knowing that ye are there unto call that ye should inherit a blessing. Here's it in another verse. I want to read that in another verse. It says, do not repay evil with evil or insults with insults. On the contrary, repay evil with blessings. Because of this, we are called so that we may inherit a blessing. See, in other words, what that's saying is because somebody did something evil to you, that don't mean you got to do something evil back. Because somebody did something to you, that don't mean you do something back to them. You know, uh, it you don't pay evil with evil. You got to remember what it says. Uh, 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 you got to remember what it says in the Bible. And uh, let me find it here because I have things all uh, 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 messed up and all in different uh, uh, verses here, but it's some verses. So people will try to get in your spirit. People will try to get all up in your business, all up in your spirit, and they will try to make you mad. And they would try to make you want to fight back for something that they did. You know, you want to fight back. You want to, hey, you did this to me. I got to get you back. But you got to remember what it says in 2 Chronicles 20, verse 15. The battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. Most of those battles that we out there trying to fight and, and, and somebody that did this to us and somebody that said something about my mama, so I got to get them back. No, the battles don't be yours. Those battles be the Lord's. Most of the battles that we try to fight are don't even belong to us. Most time when somebody, I'm going to tell you what they said uh, 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 in, in, in recovery and I keep it going in my mind. What people think about me ain't none of my business. What people think about me ain't none of my business. That's their issue. That's their problem. See, you be worried about what somebody done did to you and they at home eating dinner and you still mad. You still mad because of what they said to you or what they did to you and they ain't even thinking twice about you. That battle don't be yours. That battle be the Lord. Turn it over to God, give it to him and leave it to him. And remember this. Remember what it says in Romans 12 and 19. Remember what it says there. It says vengeance. It says, okay, let me read the whole thing. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourself, but rather give place unto Ralph. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, said the Lord. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. So what I'm saying is what you going to do, God's job? That's God's job. That ain't your job to repay people. If you are, if you a blessed child of God, like we say we are, then you trying to do God's work, then you have to rethink about what you saying. You have to rethink that because if you trying to pay somebody back, you trying to do God's work and you ain't God. Give it to God. He will repay. Vengeance is his, not yours. You know, and the enemy is so 
uh, uh, it, it must have been some good things I wanted to say today and want to do because the enemy has just distracted me so hard this morning. I was about to laugh when I was opening with prayer because somebody walked through my driveway, looked in my window. I guess when they saw me, they was like, Ooh, this must be the wrong house. And I almost cracked up doing when I was trying to pray this morning. It threw me off track. So the enemy is trying to throw me off track as we speak. So he don't want me to tell you what I'm about to tell you. But God has accepted us is what I want to tell you. We are accepted by God. And what God uh, uh, does can nobody undo. So if uh, it, it doesn't matter who it is, I want you to go to Psalms 27 and 10. Enemy, you will not distract me this morning. You will not take away the word that God has given me to give this morning. I rebuke you, devil. You will clear my mind. God will clear my mind and I will give this message in Jesus' mighty name. I pray. Amen. Excuse me. I just had to get that off. Okay. So acceptance. It says in Psalms 27 and 10, when my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord will take me up. Other verse may say, even if my mother and my father abandoned me, the Lord would hold me close. So the reason why I wanted to get that, because no matter what happened in your life, no matter what's going on in your life, you already got God on your side. And you just have to remember that each and every time. This came to me because uh, uh, I got upset about some stuff at work. And I was thinking that next morning, you know, hey, I got to go to work and I got to face this person. Uh, this person always trying to one up me and he's always trying to look better than me. But what I realized is that he can't because one thing that I got that he ain't got, he can have it because God is not a respecter of persons. He can have what I have. But at this particular time, he don't have what I have. And when you got God on your side, ain't nobody going to outdo you. Ain't nobody better than you. And you ain't got to do nothing to show it. You don't have to do nothing to prove it. You don't have to do nothing to show it because God does all of that for you. I have been so cool lately and not worrying about what people say about me or how people come against me. And guess what? Things have been just mellow. It's been easy because those are the problems that I'm just not worried about. I hope y'all following me so far because the enemy is throwing me off. My verses are all scattered and I put them all at once. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why, why is my, uh, my system like this? I didn't put these verses like that. But the enemy, you're a liar. And Satan, we will tear your kingdom down. God, Jesus put on a, that, that, that crown of thorns for us so we can have a good life. He did that for us. He died on that cross for us so we can have a good life. We were not here. We were not put here to be uh, 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 punished. We were not put here to uh, uh, be full of sickness and disease. We, that is not God's plan for us. God has a better plan for us. So uh, like I mentioned, even if your mother and father abandoned you, the Lord will hold you close. I have uh, Romans 5 and 1, and I'm going to read them the way they put here because they're put here for a reason. I have Romans 5 and 1 here for, uh, 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 here for some reason. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. By justified by 
faith. So uh, it also, I also have Romans 5 and 2, by whom also we have assessed by faith into the grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of, glory, of the glory of God. Uh, some Another verse says, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God uh, because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this peace of understanding, privilege, we, where we now stand and we confidentially and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. So basically my message today is, you know, no matter who's against us, if we have God for us, we have everything we need. We need not to worry about uh, people that come against us and, and, and the things that people say. You know, I noticed that as soon as I decided that, hey, I'm going to give it up. I would no longer, I would no longer deal with those people that come against my spirits. I will no longer deal with those people who want to interfere with God's work that he has in me. Then, you know, things I have less to worry about. I can sleep a little better at night, you know, and uh, like I say, my scriptures are all messed up and, and I'm about to uh, uh, turn this back over to the pastor because it, it just, you know, the enemy just didn't want me to, to give this out the way I should be giving it out. Uh, I also have on here, you know, uh, he that walk with wise men shall be wise, but the companions of fools shall be destroyed. They shall suffer harm. And all my verses are not coming together this morning, but I'm going to keep on reading them anyway. Uh, uh, I have another one here um, that says, and I'm going to end with this, and I'm going to let the pastor uh, uh, kind of preach to y'all this morning because I don't know why I let the enemy get in, vexing my soul this morning, and I don't know why, you know, I had this and God gave this to me. I woke up one morning with these scriptures, but now I can't seem to get it together, and I would not ruin this service. But before I go, I do want to uh, uh, go to Romans 8 and 39, it says, no height nor depth or nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So um, like I said, this morning, I don't know what's going on here. My scriptures all, this is not the way this was planned out to be. So I'm going to uh, turn it over to the pastor and uh, let her talk to us this morning. Well, praise the Lord. You know, uh, the enemy is always trying to come against us, always. And that's never going to stop. People say, well, you know, I wish Satan will leave me alone. Well, you know what? If he leaves you alone, you're dead. Because he's not about ready to leave you alone. But as I said earlier in the service, you know, we have to know that God is our source and he is the one that causes us to triumph. That's what the word of God says in the book of Corinthians. Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. And so we have the victory. The victory is already laid out for us. And no matter what it looks like, no matter what the enemy is trying to tell us, we have the victory. We 
are always on top. We're the head and out the tail. We're above and not beneath, and we come behind and no good thing. So I'm going to go back to the praise and worship. I was looking at those two young women, Tasha Cobb and uh, the Sheard, uh, the, the daughter of the current uh, uh, Bishop of the Church of God in Christ, the head apostle, they called him. Uh, that was his daughter. And of course, her mother is one of the Clark sisters. So when I was listening to she and Tasha Cobbs talk about the power of God, and that's so important that we know that God has the power and that he gives us the power. He gives us the power through the Holy Spirit. And so I'm listening to those young women sing about the power, and I smile because uh, Sister Sheard, she, she's married now, she's got another last name, but she sounded like one of her, her mother or one of her aunts because those Clark sisters, you know, they have that, that voice that is just uh, powerful itself, anointed voices. And their mother was an anointed musician and uh, uh but what i want to say is is that they had the power they were singing about that power and the power of god was flowing through them and we have to know that god has given us that same power because if we have the holy spirit dwelling in us we have power and so we have to understand that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We cannot allow the devil to think that he has power over us. He once had power over us. He once had power over us because we didn't have Jesus Christ in our lives. We hadn't accepted Jesus Christ in our, as our Lord and Savior, and Satan was directing traffic in our lives. And as a result, as as we like to hear in recovery, uh, you know, we, we were just headed for disaster. Uh, and we had uh, just a, a terrible behavior and our thought life was messed up because we were listening to Satan's lies. But now we have the power of God operating on the inside of us. And so God speaks to us. When Reverend started out, he was talking about acceptance. And uh, we have to know that when we hear from God, uh, we want to be able to know the difference in his conversation from what Satan tries to tell us. And acceptance is not always agreement. So we may accept what God says, but we may not agree with him. But you know, the word of God and the spirit agree. So when we hear from God, we don't have to wonder about if it's true because God is not a man that he would lie, nor a son of man that he would repent. If he said it, he'll bring it to pass. And so when we read God's word, we can accept it, uh, we can agree with it because it's truth. It's truth. And so I am not going to try to preach Reverend's sermon. And I am not going to try to preach another sermon this morning. But I just wanted to speak to you from my heart. 
So I'm talking to my son the other day, Reverend Chris, and I'm talking about some things that have been going on in my life. Some of you I've talked about it in the prayer when we have prayer. And I've got this man here who is uh, the uh, Tenet Association chair who is uh, uh, a deacon at uh, one of the local churches at Friendship Baptist Church. And somehow he has gotten confused about his authority here at Ronnie Gardens. That's where I live. So he kind of thinks that people have to get his permission before they can do things here at the Ronnie Garden. Well, before COVID got started, I uh, had been uh, uh, requested to do a Bible study. There were a number of people here in the building who wanted me to do a Bible study. So we were all set to go with the Bible study when COVID began. And so the manager here, uh, who had been here for many, many years now, uh, she um, had approved it. We had announced it in our meeting with her that I would be starting a Bible study. Well, then COVID came and COVID shut us down. As you well know, we were having our services at three at last and that got shut down. That's how we got uh, where we are now with Zoom. But thank God for Zoom. It's working fine because we have people all over the place who are not local who are a part of our ministry now. So thank God for Zoom. God, all things work together for good for those that love God and are called according to his purpose. That's what it tells us in the book of Romans. So anyway, long story short, some have already heard this. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, we're getting ready to start the Bible study. We have a young woman here who is our case manager. She's like a social worker. And she and I have worked out the details to start the Bible study. All of a sudden, the deacon, the deacon uh, that uh, is the chair of the Tenants Association comes up to me and says, well, uh, do I know uh, 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 Reverend so-and-so, I won't call her name anymore. Uh, and I said, well, no, I really don't know her. But I said, amazingly enough, I'm going to a meeting with Pastor Macklin and some other pastors this afternoon. And this woman is coming to the meeting and she's offered to bring food. I said, so, and then I heard her name from one of my other contacts who uh, whose husband is a Gideon because I have talked to uh, Sister Turner, and I don't know if Reverend Rosen remembers her, but she has a beautiful soprano voice, and she was going into jail with us, uh, uh, and her husband, she and her husband have an insurance agency here in the area, but he is a Gideon, and I don't know if you know about the Gideons, but the Gideons are people who leave Bibles in hotels, in hospitals, and all around, they just donate Bibles to these places. And you can go to some of the biggest hotels in the country, and you'll find a Bible in the drawer of the nightstand, and it's put there by the Gideons. And so the reason I was in touch with them was, 
assistant turner to see if she or she if they had any Gideon's Bibles for Pastor Macklin uh, for his Bible Sunday. And so anyway, that woman that was uh, a, this woman that's trying to come here to do a Bible study, she was doing uh, a women's meeting with Sister Turner, and she overheard, I guess, my conversation about getting Pastor Macklin some Bibles, and the next thing I know, she made her contact with Pastor Macklin, and that's a whole other story, so I'll go no further with that. And uh, so now she's trying to come into Runnymede Gardens, and this man that is the 